Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Adam Hogg says... Adam Hogue, Bears beat writer for CHGO Sports. What's up, everyone? My name's Adam Hogue. This is the CHGO Bears podcast. We just need to kick Adam Hodge off the show and let him come back on Tuesday. Host of the Hogue and John's podcast. Mark Trestman's face just popped up on my computer, by the way. Adam Hogue. Adam Hoagie or Hogg? Excuse me, I don't know how to pronounce the last name. With Bernstein, Holmes, and Rahimi on 670 The Score. Adam Hogue is on Twitter at Adam Hogue. Host of the Hogan Johns podcast and CHGO Bears is with us for his regular hit on the Circus Sports Illinois hotline and twitch.tv slash Chicago 670 to score. All right, we got names connected with the Bears open offensive coordinator position. Nothing on the defensive side quite yet, but uh, what do you make of this initial uninspiring cloud? He asked loadedly. <laughs> You're not impressed with the OC? I am candidates? not. Okay. Um I think my biggest takeaway from the OC candidates that we that we know about is there's there's definitely a type that the Bears are looking for and that type isn't terribly different from what they already had except for the fact that we're seeing a lot of evidence and I completely agree with this and, and I hope it's the case that they are prioritizing coaches with previous play calling experience and um, not going down that road of making that mistake where, you know, okay, this quarterback's coach coach, this guy and this system. And I think that's a tough system that game plan against from a defensive perspective. So let's just assume that he can go in and become an offensive coordinator, know how to call the plays. Um, and obviously we saw with Luke Getze, he was pretty good at game planning and coming up with the right plans. But once you got into the game, the problem was adjustments and knowing how to stack calls on calls throughout a game to get to the finish line just didn't happen consistently enough. So I think you're seeing Matt Eberflus acknowledge that mistake and look at a bunch of guys here from Sean McVay tree, Kyle Shanahan tree, but also with considerable amount of play calling experience and I think that's probably where this is going to end up going. Either Shane Waldron, who makes a lot of sense. Um, Clint Kubiak has less play calling experience, but at least he has some. And uh, a, a one-year paid internship with Kyle Shanahan in San Francisco, we've seen from uh, a bunch of other examples around the league, can go a long way and lead to a lot of su- success. Hoger, we've been having like a big discussion about seeing Jim Harbaugh fly across the country and interview for NFL jobs. Do you think that there's any regret at Hallis Hall, that they didn't move on from Eberflus to even give themselves a chance to to talk with Jim Harbaugh? Well, first of all, we don't know that they didn't have back-channel conversations. 
um, the the complication of and the big difference between what you're seeing with Jim Harbaugh very publicly now being announced by teams um, who interviewed him is the Bears had a head coach. So whatever they did um, had to be secret um, because you can't just say, hey, we're, we're going to go interview other candidates but not fire a head coach. If it doesn't work out, we're going to keep our head coach. You know, all that stuff had to happen secretly if it did. Now, I don't know that they did do that, um, but I hope that there was at least some type of discussions that happened behind the scenes. And I still look at that 48 hours of silence before they announced everything and have to imagine that some tough discussions took place. Um, and they at least evaluated those options. So, because once you go down the road of, we actually want to sit down with Jim Harbaugh, you can't keep Matt Eberflus that you, you, you know, have to open up the job. And, and and then you have you better be certain that you're either going to get him or get somebody that's better than Matt Eberflus. And sure, there's a lot of good names out there, but I'll tell you what, uh, whatever the number of openings is right now, they're not all going to end up with a good head coach. Half of them will end up firing these guys in a year or two, like always happens in the league. They're not all going to get Jim Harbaugh. And there's, the, I'm not defending their decision, but I'm just saying we could have been down that road again where they end up with. Matt Eberflus or, or Matt Nagy or or somebody else because that's usually how it turns out with the Bears. What's your gauge, Adam, of how serious the chances for Jim Harbaugh to land in the NFL? Well, I do think that there's a lot of um, differences this time around. Um, the most notable, which is he got his national championship at Michigan. Also incredibly relevant is there's pending – um, allegations that have to be sorted out and the NFL might not necessarily be a safe Harbor, but um, it still might be the right time to get out. Pete Carroll also, says it is. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Pete, <laughs> Survivor exactly. 14 years. And, and we've known all along, even before he got his national championship and these latest allegations that he wants to be in the NFL. He's made that very clear. So I think that the fact that all these stars are sort of aligned this time, to me, it's never, and I remember writing this the last time the Bears had a head coach opening and he was interviewing in Minnesota and looked like might get the Vikings job. To me, it was never about Harbaugh leaving Michigan as much as is there an NFL team that wants Harbaugh badly enough to hire him. So looking at it from that side, it does also feel like there's more willingness and part of that, I think, is Harbaugh after the Minnesota thing two years ago has come around on the idea that maybe I won't have, you know, all the power in the world. It might take me relinquishing some of that to be able to get one of these gigs. And so if there is that team that's willing to do that and find the right fit here to make Harbaugh work, um, the Chargers, I think, make a lot of sense because they don't have a GM right now. So they can still sort of let Harbaugh figure out that guy and pair them together then I do think that this is pretty likely to happen. Have you finished your quest of watching every Caleb Williams snap? No, there's a lot of them, um, but I'm pretty far along. I mean, I'm, I've, I've knocked out close to uh, 10 games, I think it is. I have them all on my, listed on my whiteboard just to make sure I don't uh, miss any. But um, we're getting there, and... The interesting thing about this process, of course, and I remember talking to you guys about this a couple months ago, is I started with 
the Notre Dame game. I started with the Utah game. Everyone got mad at me. All the Caleb Williams Williams fans got mad at me because, oh, you watched the two hardest, you know, his two worst games and are judging everything off that. No, it was just a starting point. And I think what's even sort of getting lost in some of the criticisms I had at that time was there was still a lot of good in those games too. So what I'm kind of experiencing watching more and more of this tape is just the realization here that the floor is extremely high. It just is. I, I mean, it, it's it's really special. Uh, the things he can do, both in structure and out of structure, um, how quickly he gets rid of the ball. It's the, the, the timing aspect. No, it's not perfect, but it's there, there's a lot of things he does better than Justin Fields um, that's already obvious on, on his college tape. So even with some rookie struggles that are, 100% going to happen because they happen to all rookie quarterbacks. There's a floor there that I just think is going to be undeniable when it comes down to it um, between the Bears picking. I know this is like picking between Caleb Williams and Justin Fields. To me, it's really picking between Caleb Williams and whatever the draft, the compensation you can get in a trade for trading the number one pick. I just think it's going to be too hard to pass up on when you realize everything he Caleb Williams can do Um like when you set that floor and understand how high it is for a number one draft pick, there's a pretty good chance that it's going to work in my opinion. And you're usually not in a position to say that with no matter who you're drafting uh, at the quarterback position, but this is one of those rare situations for me. Adam Hogue, we always appreciate you taking the time. Appreciate the info. All right, guys, have a good day. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.